welcome to the Game Over Screen, the podcast on the Merc with the Blog Podcast Network, where we talk about all things video game related, what we've been playing, the news of the week, all that. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I forgot oh, yeah. to bring up my stopwatch, so I'm going to do that now. And I am one of your hosts, Sean, and I am joined as always by my fellow co-hosts, Tyler. Tyler, how's it going? Hey, it's me. It's you. And Brendan. Hi, Brendan. Hey, how you doing? Not bad. It's uh, it's good to talk to you guys. It's good to be here talking about video games as if I don't already do that uh, oh, yeah. the rest of the week. Uh, but it's fun to do this. So I don't know where I'm going with this. Uh, <laughs> so you know where we're going to go with it? We're going to go right into Tyler's Animal Crossing report. So Tyler, what yeah. is going on in the world of Animal Crossing this week? How's the stock? Uh, as you know, uh, I've just stopped selling uh, terms on my island. Okay. Uh, yes. I've been going other places to sell my terms, which has been very, very lucrative. Of course. Uh, I think I got about 2.3 million bells this week. Oh. Uh, I used it to pay off my house. I was going to say, uh, how much in debt are you? <laughs> I, I'm, everything's paid off. Oh. Wow. I don't, I don't owe paid, any more money. Have you paid your friends off? Uh, that's, that's a different uh, thing. <laughs> uh, I don't know. They still have. Favorites. I'd be careful. That, that one, that one involves giving them one of my villagers. Oh wait, <laughs> what do they want with your villager? They just want that one. It's hmm. simple. They take the resources. But uh, haven't done much actually this week. I did get a, a fairly decent price on turnips on my island at about three hundred, but it was like right after I sold mine, so it didn't matter to me. Okay. Other than that, uh, I didn't really do much in Animal Crossing. Still opening it up to dig up fossils and check the washed up uh, DIY kind of uh, yeah. recipe on the beach. See if I'm trying to get some gold armor, uh, gold armor recipe, so I can build a giant mech to go with my giant Godzilla statue. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it just eludes me, and still nothing in the shop that I want. So. Uh, okay. Did buy a proper a proper uh, chair for my office there instead of that green office chair I had. Now I have a proper chair that good, looks good, the good. part. You sound so disgusted by that green office. Chair. It was very <laughs> garish in my golden plated room with my <laughs> fake you art. Any more G's? <laughs> Granded chair. I don't even. But know. Uh, that's it as far as me playing Animal Crossing. There was a new update that came out. Yesterday on the 30th, the Summer Update 2 includes fireworks for every Sunday during August, uh, where Red will show up. Red, of course, the the art seller who refuses to show up uh, for art now and will just mock me by being there every Sunday. (laughs) Uh, He'll show up and sell raffle tickets. You can win prizes and recipes and costumes and stuff. And then you uh, you can launch fireworks and watch them. And launch your own custom designs. How long until somebody uses it to launch a dick in the sky? Uh, probably the second you can do it. <laughs> They've introduced dreaming, so now you can go sleep in a bed in your home, which is very important. Uh, and you can enter the dream world and meet a character named Luna, who can record your your island on the interwebs. She she makes it clear that she's recording it through the internet. Huh. Mm-hmm. I don't know uh, how well I trust that, but okay. 
basically, she makes a copy of your island, and uh, anyone who has your island code can travel to your island without you having to do anything. It's in a dream. They can walk around, go in your house, and look at stuff. Uh, And they can't, you know, they can't mess anything up. It's it's not permanent. Uh, And they can't take designs that you've made from the, like, the dream design terminal. I've never used it. But, uh... It's neat, I, you know. I get to visit your friend's island without yeah, them really having neat. to actually be playing. That's and just really look around. Yeah, actually, that's that's neat. Uh, dreams were in other uh, Animal Crossings too. Uh-huh. Uh The only thing that's different about this one is they took out the random feature. So uh, back then, you could go to random people's dream dream islands. Oh, that's cool. And there's like horde people can make horde themed ones and. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> the horde. But uh, that's fine. Oh, they've also introduced backup saves, uh, which just lets you back up your island in case you lose or break your switch and get a new one. Uh, you yes. cannot you cannot back up your save uh, yourself. You have to let Nintendo do it because they don't want cheating and and stuff yeah. like that, which makes sense. Next updates in fall. They showed a picture of a pumpkin. Halloween stuff, you know. That's hype. That's it for Animal Crossing. Sweet. All right. Well, Brendan and I did not play Destiny this week, so instead, Brendan's going to. We're going to pick up a new segment on the show. Brendan is Brendan's very excited about a game that's releasing later this holiday season, and uh, he wants to he wants to get caught back up for it. He wants to uh, replay some older games to prepare for it. So, Brendan, why don't you take it away with your Halo hoedown? It's <laughs> a solid name. Okay, so. As you all know, the Master Chief Collection is out. Halo 3, or the Master Chief Collection, just released a couple weeks ago, I think. Um, mm-hmm. So a friend of um, Sean and I, we um, we started playing through the Master Chief Collection campaigns. Uh, it's something we've been trying to do. We finally sat down, we're doing it, and I'm very excited. So we're not starting in chronological order, because if we did, it would start with Reach, and then go Combat Evolved, 2, 3, 4... Um, two, no, sorry, go two, three, three ODST, four, then five. But we're starting in the way the game's released, so we're starting with Combat Evolved. So we've, we've been playing over the series the last probably two or three nights now. Um, I've been having an absolute blast. It's been awesome. I actually remember most of these missions clear as day from when I played them when I was like 10. Yeah. Um, and it's just been a lot of fun to go through and do that. And another feature that's really cool excuse me, that they have is, like, I I just plug in an Xbox controller, and if you hit, I forget the button, there's a button you can hit, and you can toggle on the remastered graphics, like Maybe the anniversary. Like the button? I think so, yeah. Um, You can toggle on, you can have, like, the original graphics from what it released for the original Xbox, or the um the new, like, remastered anniversary edition graphics, and so that's just something that, you know, when we've been going through and playing, we've just been toggling them on and off in certain areas just to get a you know feel for like, hey, what did they change and how drastically different is it? So I've got a few screenshots here that I want to share with you guys. Um, okay. Hopefully Discord doesn't yell at me. So that's one of the missions when you load in. That's the original. That's what it looked like on the original. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I assume that's the original set. Yeah. This is the new version. That's what that oh, looks wow. like. Oh, wow. 
Now, the only thing that irritates me with this specific one is that mission, it's supposed to be in more of a desert scape. Uh-huh. So they've added a bunch of foliage to kind of yeah. desert-looking valley area, which yeah. is a little annoying. So, you know, um, got another one, like, right here from that same mission. Um, you know, so that's a little bit further beyond. Got another one here. So it's like you can see there's a very a vast difference just in how yeah, like the gun yeah. models and stuff look. And another thing you can obviously see from the um just the two differences is they've added a lot more textures oh, yeah. into the oh, world yeah. because lots of those things, you know, they're just very flat yeah. landscapes as to now it's like there's more textures on the guns, there's more textures in the Master Chief's hands along the world and everything. And you yeah. know, um foliage. Yeah, a lot, a lot more, foliage. more foliage. Yeah, and so you know, that's one that's looking at on a landscape there. And some that of them are... looks pretty decent. Yeah. I mean, and then that that's... Cool. Oh, man. So, and then there's a dress, you know, a big difference there. And one thing I'm kind of not really a big fan of is that, and I noticed this, is there's a lot more clouds and fog in yeah. that. So you miss out on seeing, like, the halo ring. Like, yeah, it looks more, a little bit more vibrant blue there. But it's like you can see in the original, like, just the massive halo ring that's there. Um, I and genuine, then I genuinely think it's to cover up the skybox. I think it because is too. I think the skybox it doesn't look as great. Um, yeah, and then this is another one. I mean, look, this is a massive difference between those two. Like the trees in the yeah. background, they're barely textured versus that. So um, my, my question is, you know, the game graphically looks very nice mm-hmm. with the remaster. How does the gameplay hold up in terms of like just by games by our standards now we expect something different from video right. games now? How does the actual gameplay feel? Uh, what this is like twenty years later. I will definitely say you can feel that it's dated. The movement's, you know, very clunky. I mean, I have my sensitivity all the way up on my controller, and it's still because I'm, you know, like I said, I'm playing with a controller, so it still takes a while to kind of rotate my camera fully around. You know, hit boxes aren't the most phenomenal, so you can tell that it is very dated. But overall, I would have to say that it's been a pretty good port so far. I've been having a lot of fun with it. You know, it's not like I've had massive game-breaking glitches i mean i've had a few things here and there where it's like i'll kill like a grunt and they'll drop a a needler which is a a gun in the game and it'll get like stuck in a wall and then it'll be like spinning around in the wall making this like all sorts of noise but that's something that happened in the original game anyways Mm -hmm. um but i mean i'd say from a gameplay standpoint it still holds true to the original game you know it's still a lot of fun i've been having an absolute blast with it um you know the controls and the mechanics you can definitely you know feel that they're from an older game, you know, as compared, like, you know, the movement controls of a vehicle, you know, like when you're driving around in a warthog, you can tell it's like, okay, this is a little clunky as compared to something newer, like in a newer game where you're moving around in a vehicle or something like you can feel it's, it's, it's a lot more like responsive and smoother as to this one where it's like, it's, it's the best comparison I could probably give you would be like driving a car from like, you know, the mid, like early to mid 90s versus driving a brand new like 2019 mm-hmm. car so like you'd feel the difference of like okay i can you can feel like how clunky yeah. and stuff the steering is a little bit versus like in a new car you get it, it's like it turns on a dime so how does I the mean, level design feel the map it's it's still really really well done you know they the halo games you know it's like you're on a level obviously but it's like it's still got a bit of like an open world aspect to it they've always had it that way which is mm-hmm. really cool so it's like oh you have to go take out like you know these sort of gun placements and they'll have like little things here and there. So it's like, if you look around the map, you can find different things like active, uh, active shield camos, uh, sorry, 
over shields, which is like, you know, it, it basically it's an extra shield you get. Active camo, which makes your uh, player invisible. You can find like other weapons, sniper rifles, rocket launchers, and, you know, um, there are, you know, the, the weapon list you have in the, in combat evolved compared to the later Halo games isn't as extensive. So it's basically, you just have your assault rifle, which is the main gun I've been using there, the sniper rifle, your space magnum, a rocket launcher, plasma grenades, regular frag grenades, and then the, the basic list of alien weapons. And that's about it. You know, with the later games coming out, they added more and more weapons and stuff, but, um, yeah, I mean, overall, you know, it it still holds true. You know, it's it's very nostalgic going through and playing, you know, this. And I'm like, because I remember when, you know, when I was a little kid playing this during the summer at my best friend's house, you know, because he had an original Xbox and we just sat down. We played through. Um, it's absolutely amazing. I, I got a little sidetracked there. But no, the level still, the level design is, I've always thought in the Halo games have, have been very well done. Um and yeah, no, I I love it. You know, the there are some things that are a little annoying, but I mean, you know, this is an old game, so it's like there's some areas of the map where it's just kind of the exact same thing. They just slapped into a new area, um, which you can see, and they might change like the color palette on it or something. But overall, it still holds true, and it's still just an absolute blast to play. That's great. And how far into Halo One are you? So there's a total of ten missions. We got to the eighth mission last night, so we're almost done. All right, all right. Well, and we've we kept... been playing on, uh, so we started playing on Heroic, which is the second hardest difficulty. Last night we decided to bump it up to Legendary, which is the hardest. And, uh, you know, we were, we actually got our asses handed to us a few times. There were a few, um, there were a few moments because one of the enemies, one of the main enemies in Halo, it's called, uh, the Flood. Yeah. There's a mission where we're going through, um, and we're fighting them and, you know, it was almost kind of like those Call of Duty zombies moments where, you know, it's like, you got one person left last alive and they're like backed in a corner and just all the zombies are rushing them and they have to reload and this, that, and the other. And so it, it was a lot of fun. So yeah. We'll check in with you next week. About yeah. That, so we'll let's talk about the, yeah. yeah. Sorry. As I was going to say, probably starting next, the next time we record, we'll probably have finished uh Halo Comet Evolved and moved on to Halo 2. And so we'll go from there. Awesome. All right. Let's talk about the games that we played, starting off sure, with sure. Uh, Brendan. Uh, obviously, you played Halo. Have you played anything else this week besides Halo? Let's see. I think I might have played a couple matches of League. I probably did. Of course. Of course. A um, little bit of Far Cry 5. Yes. Yeah, which we had some fun with that. Um, <laughs> Space Shotgun. Eh, of course. Uh, we got to play more of that at some point. Absolutely. And I'm trying to think. I might have played a little bit more of Ghost of Tsushima. I haven't played Ghosts in a little – or, sorry, Ghost um, in a little <laughs> – uh, I haven't played Ghost in a little bit only because of the fact that um, I've just been playing Combat Evolved recently. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Tyler, what about you? What have you been up playing besides Animal Crossing, obviously? All right. I'll start with uh, the most uh, CBT of them all. Uh, I played Overwatch with my oh, friend Zero. We're bastard. Um, so, before last week's recording, we played, we needed nine wins. We got eight. So, right after we finished recording last week, we just needed to play for one more win, uh-huh. and that took me about. It took us about three hours. Oh yikes! Because Jeez, uh, I remember that slog. <laughs> because um, uh, as you know, there there's now roll queue, so now you can queue up for yes. to play as tank damage or support. That way, every every team is guaranteed to have two of each roll, and uh, our team just would not pick 
good heroes for those roles. So like, uh, I generally play uh, DPS, and I back to play anyone really. And uh, so our team would have like, well, we're getting you know we're getting ber- berated with damage. What are our tanks looking like? Oh, there's we don't have any shields. We're gonna get we're gonna lose. And uh-huh. so we did. Uh, or, or we just don't have, we have two off healers. We don't have yeah. anyone who can heal a lot. And that's just no fun. So we kept losing. Eventually, uh, Zero switched to, to play tank. He played Sigma and, and Zarya and we, we clutched it out. I switched from playing Sombra, who I'm really good at, to playing, uh, Soldier, who I can, I can consistently get more kills with just to make it go by a little bit easier. And as soon as we get that one win, I closed the game. That was it. <laughs> I, was like, well, I was like, well, that, that was it. We done. All right. See you next event. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't played Overwatch in forever, but I remember going through, because I, I, the competitive grind, it was awful. But I was, yeah. main, I was a tank main because when I first started playing, we would do the 3v3 modes. It was me and two of my friends, and they would never pick tanks, and we would always just get crushed because they would have the enemy team would have a tank so we're just like well great we'd start focusing the tank and then their healer and dps would just you know mess us up we're like well great what are we supposed to do so i was like screw this so then i became a roadhog main and that's who i pretty much only played i'd switch off between him and reinhardt every now and again i'd play like some jump yeah. and stuff but i i haven't played that game in forever and i don't plan on touching it <laughs> I, I, I can play at least two heroes in each category pretty yeah. well. For tanks, it's usually like D.Va or, or Reinhardt. Yeah. But, uh, I, I love Overwatch so much, and also I fucking hate it. <laughs> That's like uh, me with League. It's like me with uh, Star Wars. Of course. I also played, uh, some more Hades. Nice. That's How's still that? a fun, that's still a fun game. I unlocked a gun called the Adamant Rail. Uh, it is a gun. It's a gun. It's a <laughs> they give you a gun in the game? Yeah, it's a gun. Okay. Uh, it looks like an eagle. Oh, Ooh. that's cool. And uh, so that's fine. Before I was I was doing pretty well with the bow, uh, but now I have a gun, and I've I've been able to beat the first boss consistently, and I've almost beaten the third boss, but that's about as far as I've gotten. Okay. But uh, it's fun. Of course, they have dialogue for everything. So at some point, I was holding this gun, and I talked to Ares, and he's like, oh, what do you have there? That's that's a crazy weapon. Imagine if that got into the hands of mortals. That'd be the new face of war. And I'm like, oh, you're, you're telling me, hey, Ares. You're telling me. But that, that's still fun. I want to try to get better at some of the other weapons, though, and I just focus on all the range stuff. Uh, played a little bit of Tsushima, just a little bit, not too yep. much. Did the story mission where I took back Komatsu Forge. Uh, lost nice. a lot during that mission because having to like take care of four other people while you fight thirty dudes is a little tough. <laughs> uh, at some point, there'd be a guy getting ready to kill one of them. I'm like, okay, I have time to kill this guy and go over there. I didn't have time. I didn't have enough time. <laughs> they'd, they'd stab him once, and that's about it. Uh, eventually, I got it though. I was gonna say you're a lot more compassionate than I was when I did that mission. I just ran through and I just met him head on in the field and just murdered everybody. And one of the guys tried to like run in there and kill him. And I think at that point I had already done the 
quest to get the or the mythic tail to get the heavy bow. So mm-hmm. I just put one in the back of his head and he flew across the forge. Nice. I was like, all right, cool. That's done. I, that's exactly that's what quest I'm doing next. It's I just ran one. across that one. But um that's it for Sushim. I'm gonna play some more after we yeah. finish. I need to um play some more too. And then uh, on my Switch, I played a little game called Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth Hacker's Memory. Oh, that's the Digimon. Is that isn't that a visual novel? It's a RPG oh, with visual a... novel sort okay. of storytelling methods. Okay, but it's a, it's an RPG. So it's a I, I don't want to say it's a sequel to uh, the original Cyber Sleuth game that came out in like twenties twenty fifteen or so. More of a it's more of a game that takes place alongside that game. But it's fun. It's still a good game. Nice, nice RPG mechanics. Nice ways to grind out XP and stuff. Decent story. Good characters. And I've been going through that. It's it's kind of rough as far as translation goes. Yeah. Uh, but this one, this one's a little better about it because in the first one you could choose between uh, a boy or a girl. Uh, but this one you you play as a set character who's trying to figure out who stole his internet identity. Uh, because. In this in this world, uh, like you can go to this place called Eden. It's like the internet, but it, you go there with your virtual avatar, and the avatar has all your information on it. And if someone steals that, you you're basically done for. Yeah. And so you join this you join this hacker team, and you solve cases and do some detective work, and some stuff's happening. If you played the first one, you kind of know the end game of what's what's happening in the background. Because that stuff is still going to happen. But it's fine. It's a fun game. Okay. And uh, that is it for everything that I've played. Cool. All right. Well, I played quite a, a couple things. Like three things. Uh, first of all, I completed Ghost of Tsushima. Got the platinum. First game I've ever platinum. I've never gotten a platinum on PlayStation before. But Neither Ghost of I. Tsushima. That's weird. That was it. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've just never, never been a, I've never cared. Um, I, I, but Ghost you didn't play on you didn't play on Spider Man. I need to fast travel. Oh yeah. Yep, that's oh, it. That's literally it. I just need to fast travel. Uh, that will take like ten seconds. <laughs> I, I, it's the it's the principle of the thing. Fast travel in that game, you're a fucking loser. I just want to, you know. I actually did not know that that game had a fast travel feature until like, neither did I after I started playing it, and somebody was like. It was something from IGN. They're like, yeah, you know, it's kind of, you know, dumb if you use a fast travel feature in this game. I was like, there's a fast travel feature? <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, if you use the fast travel feature, that's fine. Don't at me. Um, but I completed <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima, and I do want to bring this up really quickly because it is news, uh, and I want to hit on it, because uh, Ghost of Tsushima got an update this week. Uh, they added a new difficulty level, lethal. Yes. Well, they added but, two new difficulties. Well, right? so they added a new difficulty level, which is lethal, mm-hmm. uh, which... Enemy weapons are more deadly, but Jin's katana is also more deadly. Enemies are more aggressive in combat. Enemies detect you faster. Then there are tighter parry and dodge windows. Now, and they also added options in the accessibility menu. In the accessibility menu is lower intensity combat. It's not a difficulty. It's an accessibility option. okay. So it pretty much, it, it relaxes several timing specific elements. Uh, most enemy attacks, which are normally unblockable, become blockable. Blocking with L1 will keep you safe from more attacks than standard combat, though some attacks must still be dodged. Okay. 
enemies break off their t attack combos after damaging you, giving you a chance to recover before the next wave of attacks. And in addition, your heavy attacks will interrupt attacks from brutes, giving you another way to stop their combos. Enemies will not attack you while you're using Resolve to heal. And enemy awareness builds more slowly, giving you more time to recover after being spotted. So it's more, it's pretty much built around making the game a little slower uh, for people that need a little more time with it, you know, that can't okay. react super quickly in the situation. Uh, and they also made some text changes. Uh, they changed, uh, there's a large text option now. Yeah. You can uh, turn off the speaker name. So it'll just say the subtitles, not who's saying them. Okay. And you can also change um, the color of the subtitles to yellow, blue, red, and green. Oh, that's cool. I didn't Which know that. Nice. Yeah. So, full patch notes. Uh, again, I platinumed it. I probably won't touch it again for a while unless they add a new game plus mode. I feel like that's a game they might wind up doing I think that. It, yeah. Because I, you could benefit very well from adding a new game plus. Yeah, I, I think it'll get a new game plus. I hope it gets a new game plus. Me I'd too. definitely pick it up immediately and play it again. Because uh, I'm going to say now, uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm about 9 out of 10. Uh area on it i think it's fucking such a great game i've obviously beaten the whole thing oh yeah it's gotten a lot of praise too especially from um a lot of like japanese game studios and stuff yes. have praised it a lot uh the director of what is it yakuza yeah. yeah had put a thing out about it and um i got a quote here from ign let me check um but a lot of people like you know they're everybody's loving this game i have not seen a single individual so far that has, has had any negative things to say about this game i mean some people might have like oh this that or like something small but nothing no yeah. one has been like this game is you know dog shit don't buy it but yeah 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 but my my uh my ghost of tsushima rating is nine out of ten i think it's a fucking fantastic game and it's uh it's i think it's like my number three of the year yeah uh Beyond completing Ghost of Tsushima, I also beat Persona 5 Royal this week. Uh, I beat the Persona 5 section before Ghost of Tsushima came out, and then after I beat Ghost of Tsushima, all I had to do left was complete uh, the Royal content. I also platinumed Persona 5 Royal. It was close. I almost didn't, but I, I did end up platinuming it. And okay. that's a 10 out of 10. That's I think that's as close to a perfect game as you can get. Uh, because perfect games don't exist because art can't isn't perfect. Uh, but I think except for Yusuke's art, that's except perfect. for Yusuke, yes, Yusuke's art is perfect. Uh, but I think Persona Five is as close to a perfect game as you can get. It's my it's ten out of ten. I think it's my top, my number one game of the year, maybe number two. Uh, I can't decide if it's FF Seven Remake or Persona Five Royal. That is my number one of the year. It's one of those two. But I absolutely adored everything about persona 5 royal i'm a i'm a big fan of all the characters i love them all i want to play scramble so bad <laughs> which we'll talk about that in a couple minutes uh yeah because 10 out of 10 i hope they make a sequel to royal because i can't talk about it too much because tyler you haven't beaten it but the way they leave off royal does not seem like scramble would pick it up because if scramble doesn't have any of the characters from royal i don't understand how it could pick up the story of royal and continue it unless they just drop a lot of plot threads but i'm just excited to play royal uh, uh i mean scramble whenever that gets a western release which we'll talk about in a minute and finally since we've got about a month in between uh 
and the Avengers game coming out. So that's like the next game I'm looking forward to. So I got about a month in here. I started a KOTOR playthrough. I'm going to play through KOTOR 1 and hopefully also 2 in this month that we have kind of free from new releases. And I started my KOTOR play playthrough. I played for four hours and then my save corrupted and I had to start over. Oh, that sucks. Uh, awesome. Playing an old game is rough. Uh, yes. So I restarted and I installed the skip prologue mod and skipped to the end of the prologue, which is I was almost done with the prologue when my save corrupted. So I just skipped it and went... Because uh, you, cause you play through Terrace, which is the first world, and I skipped mm. Terrace, and I went straight to Dantooine. Uh, I was like, fuck that, I'm not doing that again. Um, I think you're being a little modest there. You you started your annual KOTOR. My annual KOTOR playthrough. <laughs> uh, so I finished Dantooine, which is the second planet. Uh, I, I went through most of Terrace before my save corrupted. Finished Dantooine, which is the second planet. And then you can do... Uh, there's Tatooine, Manon, uh, Korriban, and... Kashik that you can do in any order that you please and i am on Kashik right now i started there uh and i'm getting kind of close to wrapping that up i think i played for a couple hours today after work okay and i'm gonna finish that up i i honestly think it won't take me too long uh it's pretty funny going back and replaying it because i always feel like the world like the maps are so much bigger than they are because in my like as a kid they were massive right but I'm walking around. I'm like, it's like three hallways, <laughs> and that's the that's the map. It's like three yeah. hallways. It's they're really small, uh, but they feel so much bigger in my head because I played it as like a four year old. <laughs> Which way are you uh, going? Are you a light side, dark side? Light side. I play. I, I'm I'm playing light side. I don't ever really go full dark side. I, I'm playing light side, pretty much completely light side in Kotor one, and then Kotor two. I'll play more of a gray character. Um, KOTOR 2, it's a lot easier to play a, a gray character than it is in 1, because 1 is, you're either a super good guy, or you're comically evil. There really <laughs> isn't an in-between, whereas KOTOR 2 deals with the gray areas of morality a lot better than KOTOR 1 does. Um, but, yeah, I, what was I, I was going to say something about I don't think uh, you'll ever get Sean to actually play any Star Wars game full dark side. I feel bad. I feel bad when I'm... Even bad... Don't feel in bad. General, not real. In, in general, whenever I do something bad in a video game or mean to somebody, I just feel bad. I'm like, no... I, Wasn't it sorry. also when they added where you could use the red lightsaber in Fallen Order, yeah. you didn't use it at all? No, I used it once to check it out, but I just... I'm, I, st I still used the green one afterwards. No one's gonna judge you. No, was, I know, but... It, I, it was funny because, like... I was so excited. I was like, oh, yes, they added the red lightsaber. And then that's all I used. And I, I think I sent you a few screenshots. Yeah. And I was like, look how cool it is. You're like, mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like green. Green is my favorite color lightsaber. Uh, probably because Return of the Jedi is my favorite uh, original trilogy movie. So the green lightsaber that Luke has in that is kind of my, yeah. my thing. My, my character in KOTOR right now is rocking one green lightsaber and one blue lightsaber. Going for the dual colors. Uh, I'm playing a Sentinel, so dual lightsabers, and yeah, it's going pretty good. I'm I'm excited to get through it, and uh, I'm excited to play two. Really, I'm playing one so I can play two again because two is my favorite uh, Star yes. Wars game of all time. But yeah, those are the games I played. Uh, all right, we're gonna go to break really quick, and then when we come back, we're gonna talk about the news. Uh, we got some news bites we're gonna talk about, and then the main topic is the Marvel's Avengers War Table July stream that happened. So, we'll be back in one minute. Hey there, Schmodown fans. This is Josh the Merc Rainer, and I am here to tell you about my show, Talkin' Schmodown. 
whether it's Andrew Guy getting hit with a chair, John Roca screaming, oh, oh, or the emotional retirement of the Shire Wolves, I talk about it all. So you can catch me right here on Anchor and all the other major podcasting platforms. So, as I ask every episode, are you ready to talk Schmodown? I am. Hi everyone, this is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years, as we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Jay Wade here to tell you about SEN Afterlife, our SEN Live After Show, where we talk about, well, whatever Christian Brett and the rest of the crew talk about and the insanity that ensues. So join us each week here on Merc with the Movie Blog feed on your podcasting platforms, as well as YouTube now on the SEN Afterlife channel. Talk to you then. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Hey guys, it's Sean. I wanted to tell you guys about the new show I'm hosting, the Harry Potter Review Show. Every other week, I'm joined by some combination of Kaylin, Sarah, and one guest that has never read the books. We discuss one movie per episode and break down what we love about them, what we don't love about them, and the differences from the books to the movies. It's a ton of fun, and I hope you guys will tune in to check it out. Until then, mischief managed. And we're back. Listen to all those shows. They are great. And uh, we're into the news bites. This might actually be a pretty big news bite topic because I just found this. I went on Reddit during the break for half a second and the first post brought me to this. A tweet from the Halo account three hours ago. And I'm just going to read it. Halo is for everyone. We can confirm hashtag Halo Infinite Multiplayer will be free to play and will support 120 FPS on the Xbox Series. Wait, nobody, everybody knew this? Why is it in the rundown? Well, because because it was a rumor, and I had heard something about it earlier today, and but it was like a very small thing. I didn't know they confirmed it, so I was it just is like, "Confirmed Halo? What? Cool. You motherfuckers not putting this in the rundown? Well, I did. Well, I thought we had breaking news. You know what? I'm done. I'm leaving. Um. Okay. Well, well right. Tyler and I will just talk Bakugan. I. All right. Well, anyways, how do you guys feel about Halo Infinite multiplayer being free to play? It's interesting. Uh, I don't. There was a rumor that it was also going to have a battle pass. So, oh, uh, oh yes, that's I hope what... not. no thanks. I... So the same, uh... of course, if it's free to play, it's going to have a battle pass. Of course. So the same. Uh... Make the money. Yeah. Apparently, I found this on Reddit, so take it with a grain of salt. But the same insider that leaked the grappling hook and the multiplayer free to play, uh, going free to play, says it also has a battle pass. Uh, they said Halo Infinite multiplayer will be free to play. The arena aims for 120 FPS on Xbox Series X. There's a battle pass system and customization options completely new to Halo. Uh, they say Halo will be huge. Yeah, um, I just don't like battle passes. I get you have to make money yeah, because they're yeah. it's free, but like man, those things want you like devote your whole life to that game, dude. 
Yeah. I'm too busy devoting my life to Persona and also yeah, not right? playing Persona. Well, the thing with Halo's multiplayer is that it's been... It's never... Re- it's been honestly more about like the creative sandbox modes that people make. Because when the Master Chief Collection dropped and Reach came out, for the first few days that it came out, I just did a bunch of the sandbox game modes that you could do in multiplayer with your friends because they were a lot more fun than the actual multiplayer than itself. Um, But yeah. Guys, I'm oh. oh, sorry I found this tweet. It's definitely a Craig Champ moment, and it's just... A Craig Champ moment? Yeah. It's the boy. It that it that is the boy Craig. Yeah. Uh yeah, so that's our People first. People are pissed bite. about that. <laughs> Halo Infinite multiplayer free to play. I wonder how much the game's gonna cost then if the campaign is all you're buying. Fair. You know? Uh that's interesting. That's a really big thing. Uh going off of that, we're gonna hit this real quick because it is related. 343 calls Halo Infinite the start of the next ten years for Halo. Um, Tyler, earlier on when you linked to this, you said that another game series, uh, said, you know, was, said it was going to last 10 years. What game series was that, Tyler? Uh, it might be something you might know as Destiny. Hmm, interesting, interesting, interesting. Uh, but yeah, so, okay, so Brendan, it's -hmm. free-to-play multiplayer, it's got a battle pass system, they say it's a platform, it's the start of the next 10 years for Halo, If it turns out Halo Infinite is the last title in the Halo series for at least a while, and it turns out that it is a -a games-as-a-service, live-service game, how would you feel about that? That'd be kind of stupid, because Halo's never been like that. Yeah. I mean, because you have the the main series Halo games, and you have the Halo Wars games, and the Halo Wars games are more strategy games, which I never... I mean, the story is canon to the universe in those games, because it has a... they have story in that game. Yeah. Um... I never played them personally because I don't like those kinds of games. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I don't really see what the point of doing that would be. Like, I, 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 that would be kind of pointless in my opinion. Yeah. Um, just because you know, it's like the thing about with the Halo multiplayer being free. I really hope they don't lean towards a thing where it's like. Warzone for Modern Warfare is free for everyone to play, and they don't lean towards something like that, where it's like, you buy the game, it's like, yeah, with Modern Warfare, it's like, you buy the game, you can play the actual multiplayer, and you can also still play Warzone, and you get the campaign, but with Halo, if they make the entire multiplayer free, the only thing you're really paying for yeah. is just the story. Yeah, um, it looks, sounds like the campaign is all you're paying for. Pretty much, and, which is a little annoying, um... I hope they don't go with that because, again, it's like Halo, you know, it's like you have multiplayer game modes like Call of Duty and stuff does, you know. So you've got, like, Team Deathmatch, Capture the Flag, you know, stuff like that. But you've also, like I was saying earlier, excuse me, got the big sort of sandbox element to it where it's like people make custom, like, you know, game modes that you can play and this, that, and the other. Um, So... And it seems that... To me, at least, Halo, the multiplayer has always been the driving force and the campaign is kind of secondary, which is how Call of Duty is as well. Uh, most I mean, shooters are like, they, that, like yeah. your first campaign second. Uh, yeah, I mean, just because it's like, you know... You that's where the majority through. of your playtime is going to come from. And exactly, because exactly. it's like, once you're done with the campaign, I mean, unless like some of the older games, like you could go back through and get all the skulls and get like the Hayabusa armor. 
um, which was a challenge you could do. You know, it's like there's not really you're not really gonna go back and do the campaign. You're gonna spend more time in the multiplayer because once you finish it, you get it done. You're like, okay, that was cool. You talk about it for a little while. You might, you know, you know, reflect back on it every now and again. But you're mostly gonna play the multiplayer. That's kind of how yeah. it goes, like you said. So you know, I I'll have to yeah. I want to wait and see. I I don't know how I feel about it right now. I mean, I can tell you I'm a little conflicted. Like, okay, I don't really see what the point of making the multiplayer aspect of the game free to play for everyone because then it just seems like a bit of a ripoff that it's like if you're buying and pre-ordering this game, all you're getting is just a story. Because if they're going to do that and still sell it at like a $60 tag, that better be one damn good story. Otherwise, you're getting – that's just highway robbery. I mean, who knows? Either – you know, either well, here's here's the thing: either the story is massive and the campaign is right. fucking huge, or they sell the game for twenty bucks. You can't pre-order yet; it's not up. No, you can't pre-order yet. Nobody. Hey, we don't know what the price is yet, so right. the game could be twenty dollars. It could be twenty dollars for the Halo campaign, and the rest of it is free. But I mean, that would uh, be the more reasonable thing to do. But then again, it's like they're probably going to sell it for higher than that, just because they have yeah. to make money. Um. I will tell you, a majority of their money is going to come from the battle pass. Oh well, exactly. If they. Yeah. If it if it works out, if, if it, it does, if they out. do have one, I mean, it's like you look at Fortnite. Fortnite's free to play, but all of the money comes oh, from the battle passes and stuff like that. Save the world. Actually, I know a few people. Um, I'm the only one that's buying Save the World. I know a few people that actually bought it and they played it and they said that it was actually a lot of fun. And originally, the direction that game was supposed to go was that the battle royale was going to be free to play and a minor part of the game. Yeah, and that's that be the bigger part of it. But then the free to play battle royale just blew yeah. up. So PUBG, like, oh, PUBG, PUBG blew up, and yeah. you know before that it was kind of like the culling, which wasn't super great, but it, it kind of started the okay. whole thing. Yeah. And then they're like, "What if we do that and focus on it more?" And now look where they are, top top of the hill. Yeah, I thought Save the World was really cool, but whatever. Fuck. I've them. heard that it's really uh, fun. I personally have never played it, but. I'm not more on that spot. Save the world. Uh, yeah. So, of the other things, we've got Valve and Bungie are teaming up to fix Destiny 2's uh, beaver errors. Thank God. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I'll really link it because I don't know what that means. Yeah. So, beaver uh, is an yeah. error code that you get. I, I've I, I've said this to a few other people before. Um, Destiny and Bungie, they do a really creative way of giving you error codes. Instead of it just being a really long number, they give you a fun tag. Yeah, and they give so you an, it's always an animal name. Yeah. It doesn't fucking mean anything. It it, it really doesn't. Um here, let me look up the error code names because there's like a hundred. There's like Jackrabbit and like So let's see. I I got let's see here. So you have error multiple disconnects. I'm just gonna say the names because I'm not gonna read error twenty four yeah. times. Um Multiple disconnects, baboon, weasel, hawk, bee, fly, lion, buffalo, marionberry, chicken, centipede, lettuce, and anteater, cabbage, sheep, chive, beaver, flatworm, yeah, beaver, flatworm, leopard, termite, broccoli, boar, turtle, mulberry, toad, nightingale, uh, lime, (laughs) urchin, oyster, canary, honeydew, tapir, and then runtime detected. Oh, graphics runtime detected. Yeah, but the the biggest <laughs> error that people usually get is beaver. You get which beaver. is a disconnect from the server yeah. because what will happen is typically you'll know when it's happening because if you're like the world around you isn't really yeah. loading correctly, 
at the bottom of the screen, you'll get a thing that'll usually either be like contacting Destiny Two servers, and then like t- seconds after that, it boots you back to orbit. Or sometimes you'll be doing something, and I'll yell, "Brendan, Brendan, what are you doing? Do something, Brendan!" Yeah, and, and then... Brendan, you'll be like, "What are you talking about? Nothing's happening." Yeah. And then you'll get kicked. That... One of our friends, he we we were doing a raid one night, and he kept. We couldn't even start. We had to wait almost like an hour to actually start because he kept getting error code beaver all the time. Like he would see our names and everything, but nothing loaded in. I I spent an hour trying to connect to the fucking hub area, the tower once, and I just kept getting Oh, yeah. It's gotten really bad since this last update in June. So hopefully Yeah, with the new season and everything coming out, I mean, with the the first two days, it was – the first week, rather. It was awful. I mean, you got lucky if you could play for an hour. It has gotten slowly better because you can see, like, people have kind of dropped off. And that's usually how Destiny kind of works is, like, a new season or expansion will come out. Yes. Um, First couple of weeks, people will play it a lot, and then it just kind of trickles down. And then it's just, you know, the regular reoccurring players that play every week and whatnot. But, yeah, the servers have been absolutely horrible lately, so hopefully they actually fix it. We'll find out. We'll we'll, we'll see. Uh, Next thing, G4 is coming back. Yeah, that's, I do. That's, that's hype as shit. Uh, that's really cool. I, I wonder if they're gonna get some uh, YouTubers to host shows. Maybe they. Might. I know. I saw um, wrestler Xavier yep. Woods. Yeah, I think he'd be to get on. I think he'd be great. They should get him on. He's great. I, love I wonder. Him. I wonder if they're gonna. And they'll probably bring shows like uh, like uh, X Play and yeah, I remember like Attack of the Show. Yep. Maybe some code monkeys. As long as they keep Ninja away from it, I'm good. You know, honestly, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they put Ninja in it just because he's such a big gaming icon right now that if you want to get... It's kind of like Mixer. It's like if you want to get a good audience right now with the modern gaming community, put someone out there that they know who that is. So if you bring back like the original G4 people, sure, the people who watched G4 when it was a thing back in the day were like, oh, shit. Well, it's the OG crew, but most people now, like the younger fan base who only play like Fortnite, are gonna be like, "Who are yeah. these old like Who's dinosaurs?" Adam Sessler and uh, yeah, right. Martin, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. They're gonna be like, "Who are these, you know, dinosaurs you're bringing out on stage?" Yeah. Oh, it's Ninja with his signature blue hair and Red Bull headband. I know him. And then there you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, mean, I also wonder. I also wonder how they're gonna bring it back because if it, if it's on TV, that's gonna flop real bad. Probably. No one's watching TV anymore, dude. No. no one really watches... Yeah, no. no. I mean, nobody really watches TV anymore. Everything's just all streaming services. It was uh, cool. I, I, I do hope that, like... I hope it can kind of... They might. The stream a bit. Yeah. They might do it on Twitch, to be honest. I'd probably I, be a pretty good place to have it than just record the VODs or something and put them on... Or save the VODs and then just uh, put it on YouTube or something. Bring back cheat, but turn it into a show about uh, mods. I guess you know, <laughs> cheat codes kind of went away. Yeah, that's true. All right, uh, next thing up, uh, Tyler, you can explain this weird samurai jack ad brought to you by Ghost of Tsushima. What's this? Uh, so uh, I was watching YouTube one night. It's like five in the morning. Uh, and that's not I, night. <laughs> uh, so I get I'm getting ready to go to bed. I put up a, I put on a video. And it's an ad for Samurai Jack season five. Okay. I haven't seen season five, so I was like, I watched this trailer. Let's see what see what it's about. And I'm watching it, and they're playing it. It looks real cool. And then at the end, it goes, 
brought to you by Ghost of Tsushima. And I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah, why? Yeah, why? What the fuck? I get, I get they're both samurais, but also, like, he has his own game coming out, too. You know? I don't know when these ads started playing. I can't find, like, just a straight-up video of the ad uploaded somewhere, so I have to record it with my phone. Right. Just a weird thing I saw. Strange. Yeah. I wonder what that. Uh, I wonder get, what deals went down there. I did get an ad on Instagram one day from Arb. It was actually the day Ghost of Tsushima came out. I got an ad on Instagram from Arby's about Ghost of Tsushima, and it was just, it was just the main like menu, you know, with you know Jin's katana in the ground there with, but it was stabbing some onion rings, and then they had like the Arby's curly fries and stuff, and it was like, okay, Arby's, what are you doing here? <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Uh, a financial report from Koei Tecmo reveals plans for Western release of Persona Five Scramble. Hopefully, did they did they have a quarter for it or a fiscal year? Uh, it was all in Japanese. I couldn't really read it, but I mean, we all knew that this game was probably going to get localized anyways. They just haven't heard anything about it. Yeah, but if it's in their financial report for a Western release, then. I'm sure that'll that'll launch sometime. I think the game came out in maybe April of this year, okay. or or either March or April that the game released in Japan. Yeah, I I'm ready to play it. Release it. Go ahead. Demo is uh, fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited to just play more with these characters. Uh. Spider-Man Miles Morales will reportedly come with a remaster of Spider-Man PS4 for the PlayStation that's, 5. That's cool. Now, that's again, cool. reportedly it's not been confirmed yet, but it makes sense. So. It, was I, in, it was in, like, what, Game Informer? Game Informer said something about it, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how long ago that article was written. Trust, but Game Informer. But, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if that were the case. I just don't think it's going to happen. To release a full remaster... To release a full remaster of the PS4 game with like this sort of not like 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 lost legacy kind of game feels like more feels like a value loss when you when selling that. Yeah, I bet you that it comes with the ultimate edition of the game, and you like I I bet you that there will be a well like the deluxe edition will come with the remake. Or the remaster, I mean, sorry, not remake, remaster. And they'll sell it on the PlayStation 5 store uh, separately. Probably. But I, I have a feeling it's going to be like when you pre could pre-order Odyssey, and if you got the Ultimate Edition, you got the Assassin's Creed 3 remaster. And yeah. we already know that Spider-Man PS5, like, the, Spider-Man was the game that they showed off when they were showing off loading screens for PS5. It makes sense. Oh, yeah. it'll be there. I remember um, that, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it'll be. I think it's going to happen. Showing off the SSD. That they have on board, or supposedly that's on board with the um the PS5, and they're like, look at the improved load times for fast traveling. And it's like, why would you fast travel? But okay, yeah. Uh, but I, I do think that uh, I think it'll cost more. I think it'll be the deluxe edition or whatever. But I do think it's gonna happen. Uh, Cuphead was stealthily dropped on the PlayStation 4. So if you want to play Cuphead and you haven't yet, go do it. Uh, they just, they just released a tweet and said, hey, it's out now on yeah, PS4. Uh, yeah, yeah, I saw. That. I, I thought that was really weird because I, I think I was at work and I was just like scrolling through Instagram or something. And then it was like Cuphead on the PS4. I was like, what? Yeah, this, was, <laughs> okay. this was three days ago. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, that's crazy because I bought, I bought Cuphead on GOG 
because uh, I didn't want to play on Xbox. I don't have one. Uh, and then I bought it on Switch when it released on Switch. And now it's cool. It's finally coming to PS4. I'm not going to buy it because I'm bad at that game, I realize now. <laughs> it's not an easy game from what I've heard. But uh, that's cool. That's cool they did that. Bleach Brave Souls is coming to Steam. I, it's, I assume, a Bleach fighting game. It is a Bleach mobile game. Oh, mobile game. Uh, you 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 kind of move around and you you beat up the guys. It's pretty fun. I play it like every day. Uh, and just like with uh Yu-Gi-Oh Duel Links, it's coming to Steam. Okay. So that's good. I could not. I can finally do like co-op missions and stuff without like people's phones lagging and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> So that's just, good. Just buy the Razer or the ROG uh, gaming phones and you'll be fine. I don't hey. think I will. <laughs> I don't think I'll do that. And then I'm going to throw this last topic to Brendan. Sekiro uh, got a new yes. patch. So go ahead. Well, so it's not – it hasn't come out yet. It's coming out um, – okay. it's it's an update that's coming out October 29th is what I'm reading here. Um, This is what they're saying. So, uh, yeah, and it will add a um, – it adds some new things, so boss rush, uh, new outfits that you can get, uh, and a remnant system um, that will allow uh, players to send messages to help others on their journey. So they're kind of implementing some stuff from like Bloodborne and well, the Soulsborne games where you can do some stuff like that. Um, so right now it's like in if you have the game not on PC, you just have the basic default outfit that... Uh, Sekiro or Wolf, he's got a few different names. Um, whereas on PC, there's a bunch of mods you can install and stuff to add different outfits. Uh, like I have one; it's an all black one. Um, so yeah, so the reflections of strength. Uh, let's see what it says here. Uh, allows for players to take on any previously defeated bosses. The Gauntlets of Strength, on the other hand, uh, has you facing off against Sekiro's bosses in consecutive battles. If the Wolf, the playable character, uh, were to die at any point, he would have to start from the beginning. So it's just kind of this long thing and if you die you start all the way back at the first boss um okay. so it's a it's a boss rush mode yeah exactly um the sculptor's idols which are basically the bonfires of this game um it there you can allow it will allow the wolf to change into three outfits including tengu and old ashina shinobi uh two of these outfits can be unlocked via gauntlets while the third is uh unlocked by beating the game once uh much like and there's, I think there's a few different endings to this game, much like any FromSoft game. Um, yeah, it should be noted out all outfits are purely cosmetic, so it doesn't boost anything. It doesn't give you any more armor, yeah, this, that, and the other. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lastly, remnants are recordings of a of player's actions for up to 30 seconds at a time after a player records one of these remnants. It can be uploaded along with a message to help others making their way through uh, Sekiro. So kind of like if you would see like a mark on the ground or a reflection in like Dark Souls or Bloodborne where you could see what a player does for a few seconds. That's kind of what they're adding. Yeah. Um, yeah. If a community member watches and rates a remnant, the owner of it will have their HP recover for free. It's fun. Yeah. Makes um, that's souls-like in nature. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty fun. Um, so yeah, that's just a little uh, thing there from uh, IGN. They wrote an article about it, and I also saw some stuff um, that they're releasing a uh, Sekiro Game of the Year edition that's mm -hmm. coming out sometime soon. And I think it it comes with a book. I'm not sure exactly what's in the book. I don't know if it's an art book or something. Uh, let me see if I can. 
find it. Uh, but it looked pretty cool. Um, so yeah, that's a fun little thing that's coming out. Uh, let's see, I remember. They, oh when yeah, did so the game originally come out? Last it year, came out March twenty second of last year. It was a little late. Well, I mean, everything that's going on, I they guess. probably haven't had uh, all the time in the world. Like so a, this is like a guide. Yeah, so this is um, that's the game of the year edition that comes with it. So yeah, it looks more like a guide than anything. But you get yeah. the box with the new cover, and then you also get that box there. I don't know if it's a steel book or anything. It doesn't look like there's one advertised, so I don't think there will be. But uh, this so that's. A- this is a Japanese version, though, so we don't know yes. when the American one will, will come out. Or, or right, yeah, that's yeah, that's the, the Japanese version, so we don't, yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's, excuse me, but that's cool. Um, I'm glad right. they're adding some cosmetic things, so that's fun. Yeah, and if you're still playing Sekiro, um, or Sekiro. I haven't played, <laughs> played the game uh, forever. <laughs> haven't even beaten the one boss. Congratulations, you got some stuff coming. All right, we're going to talk about the main topic now, which is Marvel's Avengers War Table from July. They showed off what's going to be in the demo, starting off the Hero Story missions. It's going to start with the Golden Gate Bridge demo, which they showed at E3 uh, last year. That's kind of the reveal that they went with. It has the Taskmaster boss in in it, and it opens up with single-player missions after that and single or co-op war zones. So the single-player missions... You play as Hulk with Miss Marvel in the forests on the trail of the Olympia Archive, which is the last location of Jarvis. And the other story mission that's going to be in the demo is you are looking, it's the Missing Links Hero mission, where you're discovering shield secrets hidden underground and you get an abomination boss fight. Both missions look cool. It looks very cinematic the way they're shot. Yeah. Looks kind of like watching an Avengers movie, and sometimes, especially when Abomination came out and attacked uh, attacked Hulk, it looked very, very cinematic. Oh, Abomination! Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Did it After... look as good as the Edward Norton one? <laughs> it did. It did not. Uh, nothing can top that. <laughs> no. For completing yeah. the single player content, you unlock the co op harm rooms and the war zones. You get to play as four heroes in the demo. It's going to launch with six. Uh, you can play as Iron Man, Miss Marvel, Black Widow, or Hulk. You have access to the Helicarrier, Jarvis, and the War Table as you progress through the demo. You have access to Harm Rooms, War Zones, and Drop Zones. So in the beta, the Harm Rooms, uh, it stands for Holographic Augmented Reality Machine Rooms. It's okay. wave-based battles you can play solo with AI in co-op or with a mix of co-op and AI. So they're just little, like, little... They're, they're waves. Yeah, little they're waves. waves flood in and you fight them little like kind of practice areas and uh completing the harm rooms grant you a main plate that will carry over to the full game if you complete them in the demo okay this game mm-hmm. is shaping up to be uh it looks pretty yeah. interesting i'll so have to watch the... some of these new trailers and stuff might yeah. change my perspective in in the beta for war zones there's going to be five war zones in the beta uh enemy varieties different enemy variety including humans uh character traversal oh yeah so they show off the different like character traversals iron man and thor they kind of fly through the air hulk leaps and bounds while gaining momentum he like picks up speed while leaping forward and uh miss marvel or kamala and black widow both can grapple and swing through the the areas the objective is always in the upper left screen but you need to trigger tactical awareness to get the full picture 
points of interest are on the map. Bunkers are one example and usually involve solving environmental puzzles and are a good way of getting equipment and resources to, uh, and even like collectible comics you can pick up. So the war zones are like big open areas, big map areas. Okay. Yeah. Is the, right. to like zones in destiny. Okay. Is the game itself like open world or no? No, it's a oh, bunch no. of, no. Uh, so they said that war zones can take anywhere from 15 minutes to two hours. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, they said they said missions on the war table can so yeah, they include drop zones. Okay. Uh, okay. And drop and, zones are going to be the shorter ones. Uh, yeah. Missions on the war table, yes, can take anywhere from ten minutes to two hours. Drop zones are shorter ones. They're shorter missions designed to get in. You do a single encounter and then you leave, and it's great for earning gear and leveling. They also uh, uh, hinted at. Well, they didn't hint at. They told that there were. Some more uh, mission types that weren't going to be in the yeah. beta, but will be in the full game, like hives and boss dens. And am I making this up? Did they say there's going to be eighty war zones? I think this is going to be about eighty war zones. Wow, the game sounds massive. It sounds like like and with with what's in the demo, it, the game has to be massive. If this is just a piece of it, and uh, beta delivers just a taste of the gear progression. You have access to one of three starting skill pages for each hero. Uh, each level grants you one skill point to unlock a skill in the skill tree. Iron Man's heroic ultimate for the page that you get is the Hulkbuster. It sounds like he's... The way I heard it, or the way it sounded to me, was that that's the heroic ultimate for the specific skill page they're going to give you access to. Hmm. I don't know if they talked about different heroic ultimates, but uh, it could be, for sure. I don't know. It's a powerful rocket. You can do, like, rocket combos you can like launch your fist at them i think yeah get uh, better photon blasts and yeah they said there's alternate deployment methods which i'm not entirely sure what that means yeah yet. i don't know what that I means know. they said y'all they'll let you figure that one out on your own yeah and you earn gear as you play and access to more powerful perks and this is the part that's really cool about the game to be honest uh mm-hmm. to me this next part the companion ai the ai companions that you take into battle are your characters they have the skills, gear, and moves that you equipped on them, as well as they level up, like the level you have them on, and they level up as you play with them. So if you go in as Black Widow and you stack up your team with AI, those AI are your characters that you would play as if you were using them. With oh, all the skills cool. and outfits that you uh, equipped, and they're gaining XP for you to level them up while you're playing them. Oh, that's cool. So um, I think that's really, really cool. It sounds like you can uh, you can kind of play the game solo if you want and still get a pretty decent experience out of it. The game sounds huge. I'm very excited to play the beta. Uh, I don't know if you wrote this down. You did. I want to hit this now. Um, August 7th is when the PS4 pre- pre-order beta starts. It runs from the 7th to the 9th. It runs for that weekend, so that's next weekend. August 14th is the Xbox One and PC pre-order beta and the PC PS4 open beta. Okay. And then on August 21st is all platforms for open beta. So okay. it's going to be the three weekends in August. August 7th to 9th for the PS4 pre-order beta. August 14th oh, so to the... This weekend, then. Uh, coming week. The next one. Mm. Not this one. Right, yeah, this coming weekend. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and then 14th to the 16th is the Xbox One and PC pre-order betas. And on PC, PS4, everybody gets to play it. And then the 21st to the 23rd is the completely open beta. Complete the beta to get Hulk Smasher's pickaxe with bonus Hulk, Hulkbuster styles in Fortnite. 
Because uh, Fortnite, <laughs> Fortnite runs all of our lives. Yeah, yeah. there's no escaping it. And then they showed the first new hero coming after launch, and it is Hawkeye. It's inspired by Matt Fraction's run of Hawkeye. Please, please trick us, kill off the Hawkeye at the very beginning, and have it be, uh, have it, have it be, uh, fuck, what's her name? Um, you forgot. It's too I late. Forgot her name. Fate her fan. Name. Uh, uh, I can't even tell you what Hawkeye's name is right now. Uh, it's the. I like her a lot. Um. What fuck, why can't I think of her name? Who? What, who? The female Hawkeye. Uh, is it Kate? Yes, Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop. It's Kate Bishop. Um, but isn't it his daughter? No. Okay. It's not his daughter. Uh, I'm hoping I just kill him and bring in Kate Bishop. Uh, I'd suggest they bring in Francis Francis Barton from the next Avengers. I agree. Bring in all the next Avengers characters. Those characters are better. Uh, Hawkeye has his own story mission Bar, chain, though. unique from the story campaign that can be played in co-op or solo. Uh. Which it seems like they said the from what I sounded like the story campaign is single player, but Hawkeye's story mission chain will be co op. Okay. Um. So pretty much there's the beta, then there's reassemble, which is what they're calling the base game. It's the campaign where you play, you know, Kamala Khan is getting the Avengers back together, reassembling them, and then post launch is the Avengers Initiative, where they're going to be adding more characters locations and missions for free complete no 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 like battle pass nothing like that it doesn't sound like no microtransactions no dlc you have to pay for everything that's coming after is completely free and in the first season if you will we are going to get four new characters one of them is hawkeye so there's three characters we do not know yet Uh, but the weird thing about that was that hawkeye uh he was like it kind of he's in the, the middle. second. He's the second yeah. on that slot of four characters. Yeah, which is weird. Maybe they were. Maybe they were going to announce somebody else first, but everybody wanted Hawkeye. Everyone was asking for Hawkeye. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's kind of it. They, and then they also showed off some new costumes and colors. Yeah. If you want to hit on these, uh, Tyler, you know more about these. Uh, there's like this all black Iron Man suit. I think it's a stealth suit. But it looks really cool. There's like Black Widow dressed as a security guard. There's also one where she's blonde and in a trench coat. There's a couple. There's a couple skins in there where she's blonde. A lot of them were like recolors. Yeah. Or, or at least as far as I could tell, uh, an Iron Man shirt for Kamala. Hulk with the beard. Hulk yeah, that was cool. Different, different levels of tattered clothing on his chest. Uh, and then an Iron Man that looks like Rescue. Yeah. Rescue being oh. Pepper. Yeah. That's okay. That's cool. But also, I mean, it's cool, but also, I don't just add the character, but, you know. <laughs> Maybe they will in the future. Maybe that's one of the characters that's coming. I don't think so. I feel like yeah. the power set would just be Iron Man. I think that's why it's coming as a skin. Yeah. You can pretend to be Rescue. Uh, <laughs> and just use the Iron Man. Like, yeah. use the Iron Very cool-looking colors, set. though. Oh, yeah. I mean, the color like blue scheme. And yellow. Yeah, the color scheme for Rescue is cool, but. Hawkeye looked Also, good. also on Hawkeye's trailer, you heard a dog barking. There's a dog. You might There's have a, a dog. dog. <laughs> what, if you, what if you have to kill the dog? Then that's the worst game imaginable. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Hawkeye looks pretty cool. I like his character design from what they showed. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. boy. Am I am I reading this right? Like go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. His suit kind of looks like Nightwing to me, but... A little bit. I, I saw some stills from the trailer or whatever it was at the release, and they're like, oh, the new Hawkeye, but I'm looking at 
there's one of them. And I was looking, I'm like, that looks a lot like Nightwing. But I'm like, all right. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if they took away the bow and arrow and they put some hair on his head, I would 100% believe that it's just Dick Grayson. But Yeah, and then the little, like, mask on his eyes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's Dick Grayson, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be cool. I'm really excited to play the beta next weekend. We probably won't be able to talk about it because we want to really, I doubt Tyler and I will have much of a chance to play it before we record. Uh, it depends. It starts Friday. It depends. I mean, you probably might have some time to play it. I'm If I have to work next Friday, I definitely will have like maybe an hour to play it <laughs> before we record. But um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to play that. All right, we're going to end the show now. We're going to just hit the upcoming releases really quick. And really, there's not a whole lot. All we're going to cover is that next Friday, Fast and the Furious, Crossroads, Coming to Windows, Xbox, and PS4. And then if you want to play a good game, you can play Horizon Zero Dawn on PC. I've been, I need to play that. Yeah, I hear it's really it's good. It's real good. All right, Tyler, where can the people find you? Well, you can find me on the Twitter at Tyler Tyler Rims. That's T-Y-L-E-R-T-Y-L-E-R-I-M-S. And there I retweet everything that I'm in, just like all the angles and trouble to tip in, ride or die, all that stuff. It's there in my bio. You can find it there. Cool. Uh, Brandon, where can people find you? Um, my my Twitter, which is uh, zodiac underscore seventy, all lowercase. Um, again, I'm gonna say this every week. I'm trying to be more active on Twitter. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. And you guys can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore AFK. You guys can find this show and others on the Mark with the Reblog podcast feed, which can be located on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio Public, Breaker, and Overcast. You guys can also follow Mark with the Movie Blog on Twitter at MovieBlogMark. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will catch you guys next time on the Game Over screen. See ya. Game Over.